This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. As people, we will do almost anything to hide our transgressions. Yet it is the hiding of them that makes them so damaging. We have all done wrong. We have all deeply wounded the people who love us. We all carry the scars of hurting others. To live your life carrying these injuries is stressful. The enemy whispers that you can successfully cover your transgressions and they will not produce any negative consequences. When I was 15 years old, I wanted to spend a summer doing something meaningful. I contacted the regional director of the church I attended, the Christian Missionary Alliance, and asked if there was a volunteer project where they could use my help. The denomination was planning to build a new house and chapel for a missionary in the Arctic that summer, and they needed four volunteers. I volunteered, and so did my grandfather. My grandfather was an amazing man. He was physically sturdy and emotionally stable. A day does not pass without me recalling something that I learned from him. I had a perfect mentor. I was blessed. I loved my grandfather, and I knew he loved me. So we boarded the train and headed for Churchill, Manitoba, and then onto a very loud pontoon plane to fly to Eskimo Point, Northwest Territories. We shared a fabulous adventure. When we returned in the fall, our local church pastor asked if we were to report to the congregation. Now, my mentor had taught me a lot that summer. I learned the proper way to hold a hammer, the formula to ensure that a corner was square, and other skills that I would use for home repair projects to this very day. Unfortunately, there was one skill that was modeled by my grandfather daily that I did not learn, and that was humility. When I spoke to the congregation that day, it was a display of arrogance. I wanted them to think I was great and strong and independent. The pastor interviewed me in front of the congregation and asked about the other volunteers. I mentioned the other volunteers, but I did not acknowledge that my grandfather was my grandfather. I found out from my mother later that evening that my arrogance had hurt my grandfather. I am very fortunate that my grandfather was the man he was because he did not let my arrogant display interfere with our relationship. He continued to be my mentor and even was by my side every day while I built my first house. On the other hand, I carried the burden of that insult for 30 years. I am thankful that I did have the opportunity to talk to him about that event before he passed away. Why did I wait so long? The enemy's lie is that transparency is dangerous and that you can successfully deceive. In Ephesians 4 verse 32, we are encouraged to be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely. None of us like the process of looking at where we have hurt others. The stronghold of transgressions is the anguish of guilt, shame, and remorse. It will require humility, honesty, and 
and godly grit to overcome this stronghold. Our hearts are very deceptive, so you may be unaware of where you have hurt another. There are also areas where the offense was not intentional. It is still an offense and harms the relationship. The transgression could be some form of injustice or misinterpretation of an action. Be very slow to judge because a rapid judgment is usually not accurate and can cause more offense. Or maybe your action was deceptive, like a little or big lie, hiding the truth or spinning a story to make you look better than you should. All of these can offend and result in relational distrust. The Bible states that those we lie to, we hate. So what do you do with this stronghold now that you have discovered areas where you have offended? Firstly, please stop it. Do not continue the offense. Do not keep telling lies to cover other lies. If you recognize where you are hurting others, admit it and stop it. Secondly, take time to become more aware of how you have hurt others. We are very sensitive to how others have hurt us, and yet not very sensitive to where we have hurt them. Take time to consider and ponder where you have hurt others. Before sending off a quick apology text or leaving a voicemail, take the time to write out the transgression you have committed. Be honest and open. If you run around making superficial apologies as a way of covering your tracks, you will only be increasing your stress, weakening your resilience, and worsening the offense. Take time to write it out first. Pause to consider the apology. Some apologies are best delivered by letter, and some are best delivered face-to-face. A sincere apology is asking for forgiveness and not asking for anything else from the other individual. You should not expect them to think better of you because you apologize or immediately restore a damaged relationship. A sincere, meaningful apology has absolutely no strings attached. Once you have delivered the apology, you need to be patient and wait. If the relationship is recoverable, it will take time. Be patient. Do not be demanding. Restoration may not be possible with some relationships because of an offense you are responsible for, and you will have to learn to live with that. If you are struggling with a stronghold in the area of transgression, be humble, apologize, and wait. Follow the advice in Romans 14.19. So then, make it your top priority to live a life of peace with harmony in your relationships, eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another.